we want to see a change in our culture, society, and our politics, then more people need to know Jesus. Have you ever been in a situation where you felt like you wanted to tell somebody about who Jesus is and you wanted to share the gospel, but you just didn't know how to do it? We'll find out how in today's episode. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Millennial God Podcast. My name is Pat Samuels, and thanks so much for joining us today. Uh, don't forget to hit subscribe and make sure to click the little bell next to it so you get notifications every time we release an episode. All right, so for today's topic, we're going to talk about how to share the gospel. This is number two in a multi-part series. Uh, but to be honest with you guys, I actually wasn't going to talk about this today. I had a completely other topic uh, that I was going to talk about. I was going to go through, and I was actually like halfway through recording when I decided that I wasn't feeling it, and that's not what I wanted to go through. And I just felt like it was more important for me to get through how to share the gospel um, and make sure I got that out to you guys. And so today we're going to do a second way to share the gospel. The first one that I covered was a few episodes ago, and that was just sharing a very quick, uh, like less than one minute version of your testimony with an inclusion of who Jesus is and why he came here. Uh, and today is gonna, we're going to go over the two kingdoms method of sharing the gospel. And so this is a method that uh, I personally use really often uh, whenever I'm telling people about who Jesus is and who he is in my life, because I think that one, it's very effective, uh, but two, it really makes people think about where they are in life and whether or not they're following Christ. And so I'll go through a little bit of scripture today uh, to kind of give you guys an idea of where the idea of having two kingdoms comes from. And then we'll go into an actual how to, uh, what it actually looks like whenever I use this uh, to share the gospel with somebody. All right. So the first verse I want to go through today, uh, I'm just going to touch on it very quickly. And that is in John 12, verse 46. And it says, I've come into the world as light so that whoever believes in me may not remain in darkness. All right, so here Jesus clearly lays out that there are two very basic kingdoms. There's a kingdom of light and a kingdom of darkness. And he kind of they kind of refer to this uh, in the book of Ephesians as well. Uh, in Ephesians 5, they say, Therefore, uh, do not become partners with them, them being uh, people who are sinning. Uh, for at one time you were in darkness, but now you are, you are light in the Lord. So throughout the Bible, really, but here's just two examples. We can see that there's two kingdoms. Uh, there's a kingdom of light and a kingdom of darkness. And what we'll get into here in a moment is identifying who is the king in your life. If there is a kingdom, then there must be a king. There must be somebody in charge of that kingdom. And so let's just see who the king is in your life. All right, so let's get into the actual example. All right, so when I start sharing the two kingdoms with somebody, I generally start off by telling them that the Bible tells us that there are two kingdoms in the world. First, the kingdom of darkness, and second, the kingdom of light. And because there's two kingdoms, there must also be two kings. And so the king of the kingdom of darkness is Satan, but the king of the kingdom of light is God. And even though Satan is the king of darkness, really, he's okay with us being in anything other than the kingdom of light. And so he's okay with us worshiping literally anything as long as it's not God. And so an example that I usually like to use is if Satan were to go into any mall in America, let's say he went into the closest mall, I guess pre-COVID, uh, and it was packed, there's full of people, and he went into the food court, and he had hundreds of thousands of dollars uh, in a briefcase. And he went into that food court and he threw all that money up into the air uh, for people to grab. 
what would people start doing? Well, they'd start gouging each other's eyes. They'd be pushing each other, throwing each other all over the place, even though just 30 seconds ago, they had been perfectly friendly, just enjoying a quiet meal. And so he's okay with the fact that people aren't, you know, bowing down to his feet. He's okay with that. He doesn't care. He wants to see people chasing after anything other than God. And so the worship of money, the worship of cars or status or power or relationships or anything, he wants people to have anything other than God be the focal point of their life. And so a lot of times what he convinces convinces us of is that we are actually the kings of our life. And so he wants us to believe that we're the ones running the show, that we decide what is right and wrong, what is moral or immoral. And he's, he's been able to convince a lot of us of that, that we actually are in charge of our own lives and that we determine what is right and wrong. And he's okay with that. Satan, that is exactly what Satan wants. And as long as we believe that, as long as either something else is the focal point of our lives or we believe that we are the kings of our lives and we are the kings of right and wrong, uh, then we are perpetually in the kingdom of darkness. Whereas in the kingdom of light, God is in charge and he establishes what is right and wrong. And at the end of the day, if our focal point is God, if everything we do is to glorify, to live out, to support what God wants for us, then we live in the kingdom. And the way that we cross from the kingdom of darkness over into the kingdom of light is Jesus Christ. He provides that bridge for us from darkness into light, just like it says in John and the Ephesians. He is the one who, by believing in him, we are able to move from darkness into light. And so I always ask people, who is the king of your life? And a lot of times people will say, uh, you know, well, I'm somewhere in the middle or, you know, I, I don't worship Satan or something like that. Uh, but again, just like I said before, if people believe that they are in charge of their own lives or that they're the kings of their lives, then at the end of the day, they're living in the kingdom of darkness. God is not the king of their life. Jesus is not the one who they have put their faith in. And so they are not in the kingdom of life. And so this can be a really good example and simple to use tool for anybody who wants to share the gospel with somebody, just to give them an idea of who the king is in their life. It kind of makes it very black and white as to whether or not somebody is following Jesus. Uh, and if they're not, then, you know, that's an opportunity for, for you to tell them what Jesus has done in your life and why they should be following him and that they can live in that kingdom of light now. And so I just want to go through the two kingdoms one more time for you guys, just so you hear it a second time. Uh, you know, if, if you feel pretty comfortable with it, then fast forward to the end. But just real quick, I'll go through it for a second time, uh, just so you guys can hear it. So the Bible tells us that there are two kingdoms in the world, the kingdom of darkness and the kingdom of light. And because there are two kingdoms in the world, there must be two kings as well. So the king of darkness is Satan and the king of light is God. Uh, but Satan really is okay with us believing that the king of our lives is anything other than God. And so that could be anything from money to status to relationships. It could literally be anything. Uh, but a lot of times what he think he, he allows us to think or he tricks us into thinking is that we are the king of our lives. And so he, he lets us believe that we are the deciders of right and wrong. We're the deciders of morality or Im immorality, uh, justice and righteousness and things like that. Um, but at the end of the day, uh, the truth is, is that if anything other than God is king over our lives, then we are living inside of that kingdom of darkness. And so the only way that we can move from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light is to accept that Christ died on the cross for us, and he is that bridge for us 
from King the Kingdom of Darkness into light because he died on the cross for us, and now we can give our lives over to God, and God is the king of our of our lives. And like I said, I always like to ask people at the end of that, who is the king of your life? Because it kind of gives them an ultimatum, black or white. Who is in charge of your life? Do you believe that you are in charge of, of your life, or do you believe that God is in charge of your life? Uh, and, and honestly, that uh, method right there, the two kingdoms sort of technique has really opened a lot of doors for me into getting conversations started with people. Because as soon as you ask that question, who is in charge of your life? Who's the king of your life? Uh, people will either tell you that it's God or it's not. And that gives you an opportunity to tell them about who God is and why he should be in charge of your life. And I hope you guys enjoy this episode. It's just a real quick down and dirty of how to share the gospel part two. And I hope that you guys will take it out into your lives. Uh, you know, make sure you guys are trying to share the gospel with everybody you can, because uh, if you look around and you see all the problems that we're dealing with in culture and society and politics and everything, the only way for us to uh, really have an impact on that and change it for the better is to tell people about Jesus so that he can change their hearts and uh, that we can sort of have a better community, have a better nation together in Christ. Uh, thanks again for listening and God bless. Hey, thanks so much for listening to the Millennial God Podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Don't forget to hit subscribe. And if you're li listening on Apple Podcasts, make sure to leave us a review. Uh, if you ever want to reach out, you can find us anywhere on social media. And you can also send us an email at millennialgodpodcast at protonmail.com. That's millennialgodpodcast at protonmail.com.